Happy New Year. But before we can really celebrate this New Year, I want to talk about a topic that is very dear to me. I've got to learn this art. It's called learning to forgive yourself. Amen. Life can be rough. We make mistakes. Whether you are a parent, whether you are a spouse, can be rough. And sometimes the hardest person that we are critical is ourselves. Can I hear a big amen? amen? I believe the hardest thing that you will ever do in your Christian walk is to forgive yourself. And because you don't forgive yourself, it will show up in many other areas of your life. Amen. And I'm going to talk about that later on. That's why, you know, I, I just felt in the spirit that before we can move on, we need to learn how to forgive ourselves. You know, the Bible talks about it all the time. You know, when you read the scriptures, it goes in a uh, you know, very familiar passage of scripture. Uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal of the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. You cannot do that if you have unsettled business. Amen. Your past is haunting you. And, and the reason why your past may be haunting you is because you give room to that. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Today, let's turn to the book of Psalms 103, verse 10 to 14. Psalms 103, 103, verse 10 to 14. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the high heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgression from us. As a father, father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Can we just lift our hands? Let's pray. Father, for some of us, 2022 is was rough. Many disappointments, many discouragements, many distress. In fact, Lord, there's some, some of us got even going through depression. God, I pray, God, that you help us close the year 2022 before we enter into the 2023. Father, show us what it means to have closure. Father, I pray, God, right now, God, most importantly, teach us how to forgive ourselves as you have forgiven us. In Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's good to see you in the house of the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. You know, being a Christian, we know that we have to forgive. Amen. And sometimes we have to forgive other people. And sometimes it can be hard to do. But we usually come around forgiving them. But forgiving ourselves is a very 
different issue. Now we are the one who is guilty of hurting people. We are the one who feels like we feel as a parent, husband or wife. And we are the one who allow things to come out of our mouth when we should have been controlling those words. We know we've done wrong, hurt other people, destroy the lives of others, and we want to hang on to the guilt of what we have done because we feel like by hanging on to the guilt, we are somehow making what we have done wrong right, punishing ourselves. Amen. How many of you have been there before? You know, somehow rather, you know, I was just looking back, you know, and, and, and processing, you know, uh, especially as Singaporeans in this wonderful country, pro, a country of progress. And, and sometimes in the quest of progress, uh, we can be mean towards each other. We use shame. Hello? And I don't blame you because I've done that to my children too. Because sometimes... Guilt does, they don't feel guilty. <laughs> you know, when you tell them, oh, you have not done your homework, they give you the look, so? I mean, they have no record. I mean, they don't have any comprehension. So we are so frustrated in, in order to push them forward. Sometimes we shame them. Amen. I mean, words like, some of you have never heard it, but in my home, you know, my mom would use abolo yongela. Or oh, another word that we use is good for nothing. Don't say you're not good for anything, you're good for nothing. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, you know, and, 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 and sometimes discipline is administered in a wrong fashion. Instead of, 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 of correcting in love, we, we lose our temper, we, we get intoxicated with anger, and that the spirit behind it, you make me suffer. You, 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 you know, things that, that I was, our parents were trying to motivate us to do what's right. But it comes out wrong. The spirit behind it. There was a lot of shaming in the home. Amen. Everybody say praise God. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Amen. And, and that sometimes erode us. And, and we, when, when God forgives us, we, we struggle with, with this thing called forgiveness. Because I don't think that I... Forgiveness is so easy. You know, we just want to beat ourselves up. We, in fact, sometimes we, we become our own savior. We think how we should be treated. Amen. Are you with me? <laughs> Amen. You know, you carry this guilt and shame with you. And let me say this. When you carry this guilt and shame within you, you will not fix anything. You reciprocate it to the next generation. Unknowingly, things worse comes out. You know, shaming them, saying that, you know, in the way you discipline folks, listen. You know, there are some things that I've learned as a parent, and I'm going to share this with you. You need to be anointed as a parent. Some people are anointed in preaching. Some people are anointed in leading worship, but they are not anointed as parents. Why is it so important to have anointing? Because anointing destroys yokes. You know, I, 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 maybe Sister Jenny is watching this video. I, Sister Jenny, I'm telling you, she is a woman of God. When I go to her house and she doesn't need to raise her voice. She just speaks. And you feel the weight of heaven on you. 
you know, and it just destroys you. And, 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 and beginning next year, we're going to talk about what is anointing. Oh, this year. Sorry, this year. I'm still behind. <laughs> this year, next week, we're going to talk about what's anointing. How do you get anointed? And some of us, when we think about this word anointing, we, we think that, oh, I got to fast, I got to pray, you know, and I got to do all those things. Nah, you're going to hear a different version of what anointing looks like. Because what we really need is when I walk into the room, when I share the gospel, when I teach the Bible study, the Spirit of God convicts them, not me shaming them. Spirit of God convicts them and cause an action. But it all starts with your own relationship with God. I want to be anointed. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was the anointed one. The word Christ means anointed one. And that's why he spoke as one with authority. He doesn't need to scream and shout. But when he speaks, ah, oh, my goodness, things happen. When he walks into that room, devils start to get out. Amen. Are, are you with me? You know, you can be anointed in your teaching. If you are a teacher, you can walk in the classroom and suddenly all your children behave. And they're wondering, what's that? Amen. When you teach a Bible study, suddenly you feel a moment of ministry. More than just one lesson. Every lesson. When you walk in, you, you, when you share the word of God, when you lead worship, when you teach Sunday school, that you are anointed. When you go and handle business, you know, when you go, I'm, I believe that God can anoint you and that you can speak and the person will listen to you because there is a difference within your presentation and I don't understand why. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Jesus was anointed. Amen. Next week, we're going to study that, okay? And then we're going to talk about the price of anointing. Amen. Everybody say praise God. So let's begin. How do I learn to forgive myself? First of all, I think we need to have an adjustment of our view of our Heavenly Father or God. First thing. Everybody say amen. You know, again, God is not like your father. God is better than your father. So sometimes when we think about, I relate to God, you know, the closest associate of father is my earthly father. And some of us, we have father that are not involved. We have father that's loving. Depends. Or we are father that, 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 you know, shame us. And my, my goal today is to understand that, that the things that holds us back is this thing called shame and guilt. And, 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 and we need to learn that God sees it very differently. Amen. One of the things I believe that keep us from allowing ourselves to be forgiven is the fact that some of us has a wrong view of who God is. Amen. If we're going to be able to forgive ourselves, we must first adjust our view about our Heavenly Father. Because His opinions matter. Can I say something that I hope that will not offend you? Your opinion don't matter. It's God's opinion. And your thoughts are not His thoughts. Because His ways are higher than my ways. Aren't you glad for that? Wave your hand if you're glad. Amen. 
Amen. So, so let's begin. You know, we read in Psalms number one that God is not a cruel judge. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, in verse 10, he tells us he has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. You know, sometimes, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes when, 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 when bad things happen, I can hear somebody tell me, oh, because God is punishing me. How many of you ever thought that? I, I thought that. But the scripture says this in verse 10. What did it say? He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. Hello? Amen. Uh, some of us are thinking that, oh, you know what? Uh, God cannot wait to pay us back for the wrongs that we have done. That, that, that we all got to be on the cross, you know. That's why all these bad things are happening to me. You know, let me ask you this question. How many of you parents love to punish your children? If you love to punish your children, you're sick. I never see a parent go take the cane. <laughs> and having fun. Amen. I hate it. I hate it even for me to confront an issue about their life that I have to confront. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. God is not out there to punish you. Amen. However, there are times, you know, I, I must admit because, you know, when our children do us wrong and you know what it means when your children do you wrong. Sometimes you just want to smack their head out of anger. I've learned that I do not want to do it out of revenge. Hello? Discipline out of revenge will only breed it. You know, I've learned a soft answer. <laughs> this one is difficult. Turn away, ref. That's what the scripture says. You know, and there are times when I say, God, I just want to make sense to my children. I need to be anointed. Would you anoint me? So that it comes out right. But you anoint me with a heart that loves them. And there are times when I want to say certain things, I hold back. No. You know, it, it, uh, you know, you're just like. And then you struggle. Amen. You pray in tongues, but it's angry tongues. You know, I just got to cool down. I just got to. They are not in the right state of mind. And God, I just want to pray. And sometimes it will take time for them to understand. And you've got to be patient, long-suffering. But what I'm afraid of is that many parents or, 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 or husbands and wives, they, 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 they don't know how to be patient. They, 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 they want to solve it now. Amen. You know what I've learned? I'll tell you what I've learned. There are sometimes, there are many reasons for bad behavior. And it's not just about one thing normally. Hello? Come on, wave your hand at me. It's not about just one thing. You know, sometimes I hear people talk about their wife. I hear they talk about what? They try to describe that one thing that they've done. And then they magnify it. And I, 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 if you know anything about counselling, it's not just about that one thing. It's about how long they build up this resentment. That they have no closure somewhere and it's manifesting somewhere else in a relationship. Amen. 
you know, it's not about them not coming to church. There's something else. It's the foundation is not set. Wrong foundation about what love looks like. And now they are reacting after many years of wrong. Because you know what? They said, enough is enough. I do not want this philosophy of yours. That's why they react. I wish it was so simple that you correct one issue. And I mind you, I'm saying that we all our community and children are manipulative. They know how to press your button at a very young age. Sometimes you are doing everything that's right. Hello? I'm not saying that you are doing everything that's wrong, but sometimes you are doing everything that's right. But yet they make you feel lousy. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. You're getting quiet on me, amen. Okay? Oh. You know, aren't you glad that you have a God that will not punish you accordingly? You know, if a person steals or gets caught, the judge will sentence him according to the law. If you, do the, if you do the crime, you will do the time. God is not waiting to drop the guilty verdict on you. If you stand before God guilty, it is because you refuse to accept what Jesus has done to pay for your sins and do your time and, and allow him to do time for you. Amen. Isn't it sad? You know, the man, the American young man died for the freedom of Iraqis. But yet at the same time, some of them are still in bondage because they're still under that control of that regiment. Someone died for you, so stop being so hard on yourself. Are you with me here? Amen. Being hard on yourself will get you nowhere. You need to release yourself and say, I forgive myself. When the Bible says, forgive me of my trespasses as I forgive others, that means also forgiving you. You're going to make mistakes. Don't you ever say, we are not perfect? Amen. Okay. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 says this, This is good and acceptable in the sight of God that our Savior who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. A cruel judge will be glad to see you pay for your sins. God has done everything He can to make sure you do not have to pay for your sins. He died on the cross. Amen. Receive forgiveness in Jesus' name. And number two, another thing that we have always have this wrong concept is that God is a legal accountant. I think we believe that God is a God who never forgets and never, for, never forgives and never forgets. An accountant is someone who keeps the books for a business. It is the accountant's job to not overlook any money coming in or going out of the business. You, you want your accountant to be meticulous in their work. When you belong to Jesus, God does not keep record of your sins so that He can extract payment from you in the future. Aren't you glad for that? Amen. God is saying, oh, you did this for me, you did this for me. But sometimes we do that to our children, you know. I raise you up to take care of me. That's a popular belief. Amen. I mean, I'm, 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 you know, 
I may rub you some, I raise them up so that they become disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that they continue the legacy of the gospel. Are you with me? Wave your hand. <laughs> Getting quiet. Amen. Because if you were to use them always, right, they get resentful. Honor is not meant to be forced. Listen very carefully. If honor is forced, then you are not honorable. If you have to remind your children all the time, honor me, honor me, could it be that you are not honorable? Hello? You know what I realized? Just like children, you know, you play children, you know, if you chase them, they run away from you. <laughs> right? But when you go back, they will come after you. Just like a dog, you know. They say, never chase a dog. You will, be, you will never catch a dog. But if you run backward, they will chase after you. It's likewise. You want honour, you give them their freedom. Don't force them. Don't remind them. Don't remind them what you have done for them. It, oh my goodness. It will feel like manipulation. Hello? Hello? Amen. Are you with me? Amen. You know what? If he comes, praise God. If not, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I don't demand my children to celebrate my birthday. Hello? I don't demand they come to Chinese to eat. I don't demand that they even have dinner with me. They want to do it. That's the key. And in fact, Sometimes, have you wondered, I've heard some of the people, we have dinner with the whole entire family, but he never had fun one. Everybody's a quiet one. Then we just go do our thing and eat on the table, okay? After you finish, and when he hits 8.30, bye-bye! Okay, let's go. Amen. Families are dysfunctional because of, of manipulation and all these undercurrents that's going on. Until somebody says it's going to change. Amen. Are, are you with me here? Come on. Hey, you're, you're very tired today. Amen. Your countdown is it. Amen. But, but, but today's lesson will be helpful if you understand that, you know what? God is not a crow judge. He's not a legal accountant, calculative. You know, uh, uh, some people go to the point that, oh, I buy you a present. How much? $10. Next year, I also give you $10 gift. You know, you know, uh, come on, I, 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 I don't want you to have to give me a gift. But I also don't want you to force me to give you a gift. I want it to be done out of a free will offering. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, again, you know, the Bible says in verse 12, I love this, as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgression from us. Hallelujah. He never pay us back, no, for all the bad things that we have done. My goodness. Then, number three, a cruel taskmaster. Many of you, God, that says that all he does is to give us rules and we cannot keep so that he, he can beat us into submission. Folks, you, listen. Every commandment of the Lord is for our own benefit. 
if you don't get it, you will always resent some of the boundaries, some of these rules. Amen. You know the reason why homes have rules so that promote harmony? You know, everybody is so busy. Everybody got their own schedule. We got to have a calendar meeting and plan stuff out. Amen. Right? Sometimes we have, we have with technology, we have a family calendar to make sure that, you know, everybody is free. Okay? And God is not a taskmaster. You know, many people resist God because they think that all God is out to do is to ruin their fun. And then they have this fear, FOMO, fear of what? Missing out. Dude, if you think that's your God, you have no idea. Who created the heavens? Who created your taste bud? I mean, if God doesn't want us to have fun, then we won't have any taste in our tongue. It's just a function of... <laughs> wow. I can, I can eat durian and taste all the sweetness. You know, I, I still remember, you know, what, what meal did we cook? Uh? Oh no, the drink that you bought. Okay, the drink that you bought. Is it uh, from Kofu? You know, the drink. And then when I was drinking that, drink, it was sour, sweet, and fuzzy at the same time. It was all blended so perfectly. And when I drink, I said, wow, I'm in heaven. <laughs> you know, is that, that, that fuzzy drink? I don't know what it's called. What, what kind of fuzzy drink is that? Lime soda or whatever. But everything was just perfect taste, you know, and then they give you a nice container, Kofu. My house, there's one Kofu. The whole building is Kofu. You know, and then I just go all the way there. I tell her to buy two. Not one, two. But, but you buy one only. Eh? I remember because the other one was like G. Oh, yeah. So when, when I tasted it and I'm wondering, you know, instead of saying that Kofu, the drink is, stays so good. Why don't we say, God, I thank you again. I can taste sour. I can taste sweet. I can taste fuzziness at all this whole package. The very fact that I can enjoy. The very fact that I can breathe every day. The very fact that I have teeth to brush my teeth. Uh, you know, I mean, have you ever thanked God for your teeth or not? I mean, you get up in the morning, wow. Some people go and say, oh, I've got to take out everything. I don't have to. Leh. I look at it, oh, Lord, thank you for the teeth. Leh. Amen. You know, there's this, uh, I, I love this, this, this African boy. You know, I put it in my, my Instagram. Thank you. I thank you for rain. I thank you for joy. I thank you for pain. I thank you. I mean, he was just a little kid in a, 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 a village. But he's learning how to thank God for the different little things of our lives. Yeah. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. He's not a cruel master, taskmaster. And John chapter 8 verse 22 says this, You will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. It is not God's goal for you to be miserable. He wants you to be free. Amen. Verse 11 tells us, For as heavens are high above the earth, so great is His mercy towards those who fear Him. You know, again, we need to change our view of God and understand that God is love. Amen. We know that God is love because verse 11 tells us that God shows His loving kindness to those who fear and respect Him. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to verse 39 tells us, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor 
angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, or any created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And every time when a parent sets boundaries, it's for the benefit of that child. Hello? When your parents say, 10 o'clock, no computer game, go sleep. You think that's torturous for your dad to tell you that? Or to torture you? No. Because he wants you to get up early. You know what's the number one problem of our generation? Not enough sleep. And you know when people are, are not enough sleep, right? They act like demon-possessed. You wake them, come, go church. Don't disturb me. That's why. And then they start talking weird. Don't force me to go church. Actually, what they are saying is, I have not enough sleep. Amen. Because every morning, if you don't sleep, right, we have to fight with a demon. Amen. Have you talked with somebody that's not enough sleep? Huh? Irritating. Little thing ask them, hey, can you uh, take the trash and throw? Why? Why must it always be me? I'm like, huh? Your problem is lack of sleep. Leh. Because I'm your enemy suddenly. Leh. I mean, uh, mom should say, I give birth to you. And, and when I give birth to you, I never say, why? <laughs> Amen. Uh, some of us don't even have this thing called epidural. <laughs> Amen. Uh, my, my wife d don't like epidural. You know, she say, how much? <laughs> I still remember. Say, you, lady, uh, uh, madam, you want epidural? How much? $600. No, thank you. Let's do it, team. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I have never heard my wife say, why? Throw rubbish versus give birth. Which one do you want to do? <laughs> no match. Amen. Then I'll tell you something. For you ladies, when you have your own child, you will appreciate your mums. Uh, Dora said this, right? I mean, damn mama, I don't know how you do it. You got four, eh? I got one with epidural, so very difficult. But you got four. You know what? Love. Put us there. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Listen. Listen very carefully. I'm speaking to parents. I know that this is the Holy Ghost. I've heard sometimes parents say a lot of things. You know, out of your frustration, the spirit of rejection comes upon you. That you blame that child again. You want one one. Never do that. When you, you don't understand what's going on when that is a spirit that they can feel and your child will never feel at ease with you. <sighs> Let me say this. When God gives you a child, you take the whole package deal. The pain. Yes, Lord. The commitment. The cries. Wow, I forgot what it's like to have a baby. I'm too old for this. <laughs> I, mean, I do one day only, I want to die. <laughs> the whole night, me and my wife say, uh, I tell my wife, okay, I, I, I go join you. Amen. Let's go take care of the baby. You know, I like, oh man. Oh, eh, eh. I, I mean, she's considered quite good already, Avery. Considered very good already. But wow. the next day I get up, I like, oh, see stars. Eh. 
My goodness, I know enough sleep. Leh. You know, I cannot even have deep sleep. Then my daughter say, thank you, that's my life for the next few weeks. Amen. Oh, too old for this, amen. But we'll do whatever we can to help, amen. I, I, I'm thankful for my wife, amen, because she's really very out there going to help. And also, uh, Sean's mother right now is there, you know, really, really honour her, you know, supporting my, my family. That's what families are. You know, and we can do whatever we can, you know, to... Uh, we enjoy the whole process. We enjoy the whole process. And also sometimes, you know, don't read God wrong. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 to 11. And, you know, it says this, and you have forgotten the exaltation of which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. Do not be discouraged when you are rebuked by Him. For whom the Lord loves, He chastens and scourges every son whom He receives. Amen. Don't misunderstand every correction. That's what he's trying to say. Correction doesn't mean rejection. Let me repeat that again. Correction does not mean rejection. Correction means love. So some parents in the 21st century, parenting is very different from the, my time. Now they don't even want to correct a child. They want a child to do everything. Don't put standards on the child because you make, feel, make them feel like, you know, they're being judged. Oh, there is a structure that is involved here that you have to tell your child how to behave in a school. In order to learn, you got to bring structure to the child. What is acceptable, how to control your moods. Don't let them screen in a public place. Don't let them say everything they like. You have to control. They need to learn how to discipline their mouth, discipline their moods. Amen. Nowadays, you know, uh, parents don't discipline the child, you know, they have their moods. You know, they, they cry, they want to fix it. You know why I cry? I say, oh, you cry so loud. Ah. Okay, don't disturb us. Ah. There's a room inside. I ah. just go and cry. I tell that my children, oh, there's a room inside. Ah. Then go and cry. When you finish, you come out. Don't make us miserable. Then I still remember my child going there. And 15 minutes later, he come out. Hey, you come out already? Ah? Yeah, I quite finished already. Everything okay? <laughs> come on. We don't have to fix everything. This is life. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay, so, so God is God of love and I don't want you to misunderstand. Correction doesn't mean rejection. Hello? That he's trying to punish you? No. He loves you. And number two, a God of forgiveness. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 17 and 18 says, says, Their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. Now where there is forgiveness, all these things, there is no longer any offering of sin. Amen. God went through all the trouble to die on the cross. Wouldn't He want to forgive you? Why would God die on the cross and say He won't forgive you? The very fact that He died on the cross, He paid a penalty for all of your sins, of course He will forgive you. You know, any parent, listen, any parent, unless you got real resentment issue, forgiveness is the way to go. When my child say, I'm sorry, I will be so quick to reach out to them and hug them, it's okay, Daddy is always here. Even when you don't even say forgive me, I still want reconciliation. I still want forgiveness. It's inbuilt in me. 
I want reconciliation, forgiveness. Why? Because Christ has forgiven me. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And, and it's, God is a God of compassion. Verse 13 reminds us that God has compassion for His children and He has compassion for those who respect Him. The key of receiving compassion from Him is you belong to Him and you respect Him. Amen. You know, when I was immature, listen very carefully. I do not respect my parents. I just say that it is. Then you know what they call in Hokkien? No big, no small. Speak your mind. That's what the millennials are told to do. Speak your mind. Where's the buffer? Just because you know more doesn't mean you're right. Amen. Are you with me? When I speak to God, I must remember that I have to respect Him. Who am I? God has been around for a very long time. <laughs> and this guy who just born in the 21st century, 52 years old, want to tell God what to do? Amen. You know, sometimes we complain it's because our comfort is attacked. Amen. You want to believe what I've just said today? When everybody is home and all your children playing computer game, just turn off the internet, see what comes out. Hey! <laughs> hey! Who turned off the internet? I played a game halfway, you know! One die one. Your name will still be written in heaven, even the internet. Cut. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, and He's a God of grace and holiness. The whole reason God forgive us is because of this, you know, uh, can forgive our sins because of the power of the grace. Amen. When you are given life to Jesus, when you give your life to Jesus, you may struggle with sin, but grace makes us different. Amen. When you fall short, God's power of grace empowers us. To live that holy life. Amen. So here's the issue that I really want to talk about. Number two. Will you accept the forgiveness God offers to you? You know, it's like this. Many times I tell people, I say, uh, uh, no one wants to fellowship with me. Leh. Then I ask them, is there a reason why? Because you don't receive fellowship. Hello? Hello? <laughs> So how many of you people, right, tell me, you know, hey, hey uh, pastor, pastor, you know, nobody reach out to me. Like. Then after that, okay, but uh, then after that, I call all these people, like, hey, y'all reach out to that person. God, he the one. But you tell the whole world that nobody wants to fellowship with you. And you are very selective in your choices. How? You're so selective until, you know, you choose who can come into your clique. Fellowship is for everyone. <laughs> Everybody say praise God. We must learn and humbly accept what is given to us. Amen. Do you not know that, you know, uh, Sister Willoughby wrote the book, you know, The Privilege, you know, when she, she talks about cancer and she says that when, when God has to humble her to receive care from other people. 
you know, you need to learn how to receive care from people and not stonewall them. Amen. You need to learn how to receive. Amen. You know, there are times where I see all the time, you know, when people, you know, uh, uh, go dinner, they, then they push the money, you know, until they fight. Like, I like, come on, pay la, pay la. You know, you know, like, oh, pushing the money. I pay here, I pay there, you know. Don't make one person keep on paying, okay? The key is that you are you know, don't let there be uneven balance, you know, in that giving relationship. You know, every time you give, 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 that that relationship is not balanced of, of then you're going to have somebody feeling that, hey, it's not unjust. Leh. You know, you got to give them room. Amen. I mean, I don't want all the time that my children come visit me all the time. Amen. Have a life. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay. So again, we need to learn how to receive. His humility to receive, you know. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you with me here? Wave your hand. Turn to your neighbor says, it's humility to receive. Here's what we do about Chinese, huh? Hey, your son very good, eh? Inside the leaf. No la, lemon la. Yeah, pai la, pai la, pai la. I'm like, huh? Why you do that for? Well, I take compliments all the time, you know, when they say, hey, your dog very well behaved. Like. Then I say, oh, thank you. Then the next thing, yeah. <laughs> you spoke too soon. <laughs> you know, come on. You know, some people offer you compliments, say thank you. Can you practice that? Say thank you. Don't take it halfway. You need this to build yourself up. Amen. Okay? Learn to accept goodness when it comes. But also learn to accept when they don't, are not given. Hello? Like for instance, I go like that huh, to my wife. Huh? Hey, I love you. She never say it once. Sometimes she go like, hmm. <laughs> Then I will force her. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Then she say, hey, I, I love you lah. <laughs> Irritating. <laughs> I like, oh, that, that don't count, you know. I mean, if I say I love you, whether she's going to give me or not, it's okay. Amen. Last time when I was a person, I said, I love you. You never say one. You never hug me. You never be married. I'm not your girlfriend, you know. We can do that. Until the person says, wow, man, it's got to be free. I don't want to be forced to do certain things. Amen? Okay? Learn to receive it. And learn to receive whatever that comes out of the relationship. If it doesn't come, never mind. You do your part. Amen? And again, I think it's very important that God has removed your sin. Amen? Again, we need to accept forgiveness. God has removed your sin. Why should you carry what God has already taken away from you? He paid a price for you. Trying to carry what God has removed does not make sense. Plus, it tells God what He did was not good enough to have your sins taken away. He no longer becomes your Messiah. You want to be your own Messiah. You call the shot. You say that, oh, you know what? I, I got to pay more. I got, no, the blood is enough. Come, turn to your neighbor and say, the blood is enough. 
It is God's job to forgive us. It is our job to accept it. Amen. Accept it so that you can give it. If you don't accept forgiveness for yourself, you cannot give forgiveness to somebody because you won't have peace. Amen. You say, I forgive you. But let me tell you the true test of forgiveness. You still hold them back to their depths. Let me give you an example. Sam, you owe me $2,000. I say, when I've forgiven you, the debt, huh? no more. Zero. So I cannot keep on using that against him. Uh -huh, last time I earned you $2,000. That's not forgiveness. Huh? You keep on reminding, reminding, reminding until he say, nah, I give you back. Huh? I don't want this type of string attachment. <laughs> I mean, you keep on telling me until I kiss you. <laughs> you know, I'd rather give you back. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's like this. You know, when you say, that's the true test of forgiveness. You know, whatever this person has done. Mark, you say something bad. You say, I fed. He <laughs> 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 say, no, no, no. <laughs> I forgive you. Like as if he never said before. And I must let it go. You know, how many of you ever fight unfairly? So when you fight with your spouse, and then you would, you start off with saying, last time, huh? Last time, no count one. Now, the, you want to argue, at least argue fairly. La. You cannot say, last time, huh? Last time, policemen went shots. Last time, no internet. Last time, no camera that you carry around. Last time. No, no, no. You talk about today matter. You have the opportunity to talk about it if you want to talk about last time. But in this matter, I felt unjustly treated. I'm hurt. Deal with the now. Amen. Are, are you of me? One who fight also got to fight fair, ma. Or I call it, don't say fight, la. I call it healthy discussion. We are having a healthy discussion. You know, let's not bring up the past. You know, amen. You got the opportunity to bring up. Oh, you know what the worst part is this, right? When someone bring up the past, uh, the poor guy say, I have no recollection that I've done that. You know, oh, last time, the year was 1985. You, 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 instead of buying me char kway teow, you buy me this. And then after that, you give me that black face. Huh? Really? Uh? I mean, the poor dude don't know. He, 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 he has no emotional attachment to that, that situation, but you have. So that's why you got to clear the air right now. Get deep reconciliation. Talk about it. You know, the issue isn't the chakwetia. What was the issue? The issue was I felt that you are not number one in my life. That's it. So sometimes I, 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 uh, the, the, the husbands think so logically. Huh? Chakwetia, forgive me for that chakwetia. I said, no, you don't get it. It's not about the chakwetia. Then what is it about? <laughs> What's it about? I said, it's not about the chakwetia, the hokkien mee, the chicken rice. It's about you did not put her number one. She felt neglected. Her opinion don't matter. Oh, like that one. Uh. Yes. By the way, if you all want an interpretation kit uh, with the wife, tell me I'll make one for you all. So whatever they say, this is what they are really saying. I don't care. No, it means I care. 
I mean, sometimes you all need to read. When the wife don't talk, you are in trouble. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, again, don't try to reason logically, okay? Find out what's going on. Number two, okay, God has forgotten your sin. Everybody say praise God. Amen. You know what? Some of us, when we go to heaven, we remind God, God say, hey, forgotten. But we all uh, got long memories. Oh, that's when you have not really exercise your discipline in forgetting. There are some things God wants us to forget. Forget all the mess that you have done. That's why forgetting those things. You know, don't live in shame. His blood is enough. Okay, go through the whole process. Don't shock change with the whole process. Tell yourself this, I'm disappointed with you. I, you know, have you ever said this to yourself? I don't believe this can come out of me. Hello? How many of you ever say that? You know, wow, this can come out of me. I am so ashamed of it. You know, sometimes we get intoxicated with anger and we do things that we shouldn't do when we say things that we shouldn't say. And then I don't feel good about me. And you know what? Sometimes if I don't go through the whole process of dying to myself, you know what I mean by dying? Grief that, my goodness, team. You pastor, I can say this. <laughs> you know, and I have to go through the grief. I, I, I just go through the grief and not shame the whole self. The reason why I need to go through the grief and all this so that there can be closure. Sometimes, right, I, I, I feel so ashamed that I need to talk to someone else that, that, that needs to convince me God forgives and God forgets. That's why we need to confess our sins to each other because I cannot forgive me. I can only have release after my brothers and sisters will accept me with the love of Jesus Christ and say, it's going to be okay. Amen. You know what? If you confess with God, you still get that grace. You know what? Listen, listen. I told Brother Willoughby a lot of stuff that you, he, he almost fall out of his chair like, because I still don't believe that God has forgiven me. I was struggling with last issues and, and, and I was struggling with it until I cannot take it no more. That I don't want to be a hypocrite. I went to Brother Willoughby and I told him what I was struggling with. He almost fell off his chair. And then he laid hands on me and then I feel love and I feel accepted that grace of God helped me overcome all my secret sins because finally I know somebody that loves me, Brother Willoughby loves me. That's a sign of Jesus Christ loving me. Amen. And then I start to follow after authentic relationships. Not fluffy type of relationship. How are you? How are you? This is very shallow talk. That I, if I am comfortable and I make peace with me, I take responsibility when I feel safe with me. Oh, <laughs> you can bring safety to people. I, 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 are you with me? Amen. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, sometimes I feel like, you know, we all live in our own private worlds and we live in isolation and there's no intimidation, uh, uh, not intimidation, intimacy. Intimacy. You know, that's why sometimes people do not want to go into 
close relationship. They'll meet you halfway. You know why they meet you halfway? They sometimes because of shame and sometimes right, some of what we so-called introverted personality was actually a stronghold called shame. Some people pride, I'm introverted. No, you're not. You just hurt. You just don't want people to see you who you really are. And then you short change of yourself, of true intimacy, where God always wants to be intimate with us. Amen. Amen. Remember this, I was afraid and I was ashamed. Adam and Eve lured, you know. And God sees. You, you need to understand, God knows. The more I talk to God about it, the more sometimes it cannot be released. And sometimes I need to talk to an elder. Sometimes I need to talk to uh, 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 somebody who has a walk with God to help me sort out this thinking. Pray for me. So that the prayer of a righteous person availed much, bring peace to me. It's called peacemaker. Sometimes I cannot forget and I need to go through the whole process. The reason why you have not truly forgiven yourself is because you have not walked through the entire process of grief. You need to talk about pain. I know we don't like to talk about pain. But we need to revisit pain, disappointment and, and acknowledge, you know, those areas of my life, you know. Uh, you know, again, grief because someone has died. Your ideal has died. Can, can I say something? The year 2023, slow down. Can I say another thing to help you slow down? Read your Bible Slowly. One verse a day. Sometimes, you know, I sometimes uh, when I look at some of the videos out there, uh, YouTube got 1.5, 1.75, two times. And I go through two times. That guy goes, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. After I say, okay, I listened to the message already. Okay, what? You didn't listen to nothing because your mind is so hurried. You know why I slow down? Because I need to process. You know why I take long strokes in the night? Because I need to process. I need to process what I've done. I need to process, you know, my relationship so that I can go deeper, more intimate, so that, you know, I, I, I can find my bearing. I scaffold myself. Have you ever scaffold yourself on a daily basis? That, you know what, I, I feel in this area, maybe I should try something new. What is that fear that I have to overcome? Do you know fear can only be destroyed and be, listen very carefully, cannot be avoided. If you are avoiding your fear, you will not heal. If it's a fear for people, a fear for intimate relationship, you will never heal. But you scaffold yourself. I'm not asking you to be everybody's best friend. Just be a best friend at one person, you know, or just get to know, get, confront your fears. Uh, oh, Lord, help us. If you're scared of lizards, confront it. Wenqi, confront your lizards. You, you say, oh, uh, do you not know they teach us about, 
you know, uh, I, I, sorry, yeah, I got to say it, but it really helped me confront my fears. They say that training a dog to behave certain way can, but they always have that fear. And their fear is always, always, always stronger. And they will, they will still react. And you don't know when it's going to come. So you must condition your dog with the environment. So then I realized, huh? What do you mean condition? So what I do is that, you know, uh, at 12 noon, I bring my dog to Kampong. You know, some of you like, well, Kampong, uh, you got one Kampong. Kampong is like a hawker centre. Okay, I'll bring my dog to condition the dog to people. Not a lot of people, I walk him fast. Heel, heel, heel. And then he walk. He walk, heel. And then I condition. Charity came to my house this week. She go, and then she say, can I touch the dog? No, no, yet, no, yet, no, yet. he will bite your head. So you know what charity do? Stay far away and throw, throw the treats. Climatizing. Normalizing. This is normal behavior. No. And likewise, for us, whatever that is we are afraid of, we need to start to take scaffolding steps to heal. Okay, what do you mean? I'm, I'm afraid to talk to my wife about this matter. Scaffold. Find a reasonable time where, where, where what is comfortable first. But, but this is not... My question to you is that what are some scaffolding steps that you can take to, to incorporate this relationship that you lost, that, that, that you close a child's spirit? What are some scaffolding steps that you need to take to open that child's spirit back again? Am I making sense? You know, and, and, and I've realized this, you know, that, that, that God is so good. Leh. You know, there are some things that you're not at peace with. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, wave your hand at me. It's most likely it's a relationship issue. It's your relationship with you. Then you need to scaffold yourself to revisit those areas. Why I don't like myself. Sometimes you also don't know why you don't like yourself. Leh. Then you realize, eh, actually I like myself. Leh. Then you don't on you. I like myself. Leh. Then you start to give people more grace. Amen. Praise God. Let me tell you something. Most of the things huh, that we are dealing with is either we know how to manage our relationship with God and ourselves. The rest is just a flow. Don't ask people to make peace for you. You can only make peace with yourself by taking responsibility. Blame will never work. Let me say that again. Don't blame your uncle, your mother, your, your father, those people that are, are, are dead already. Take responsibility and don't reciprocate that behaviour back to that next generation. But bring reconciliation. Amen. Am I making sense here? Everybody say praise God. And then here's the beautiful part. Enjoy your freedom. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Let me give you an example. You know, after doing this for a long time, then when I go kampong, I take my dog. Oh, it's so easy. There's now no condemnation. He's getting used to it. He sit down, look at people, and look at people. You know, likewise, we, we, then we realize, hey, that, 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 that picture there, right, is really not that big. Leh. You know, it, it, you know what? 
The exam are not that bad lah. Because you know why? You prepare yourself to take that. You scaffold. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here? You know, I'm talking about relationship. What, what is something that you are afraid to talk about? That needs to be talked about. Don't bluff. Hello? Come on. How you spend your time, how you parent. You need to iron those things out. Because why? The greatest gift that you can give to your children is a strong relationship and a child, every child can feel it. Don't wait till too late huh, that it's very hard to repair. And then the last time will come out again. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, again, Christ died for us to be free. Amen. Let me tell you what freedom looks like, okay? Freedom looks like that I can be myself. I, when I talk to my wife, I know she's committed to me. Whatever I say, she will accept me. My children, they will accept me. That there's a bond there so strong, you know, that, that no matter what happens, we are the least. But how about the body of Christ? Amen. But, but, but again, with relationship comes responsibility. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Again, I want to be free. Don't you want to be free? I want to be free to grow in the year 2023. I, I don't need this baggage. I don't need all these things. I, all this stuff that I'm dealing with. You know, this, this uncertainty. Once in a while, my conversation will come out and I become critical. You know, and I don't want to be critical. I want to, I want to see the good in people. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. Could it be that you are critical about yourself? Could it be that you are alone? And the reason why you are alone is because you are there alone. Amen. Praise God. Everybody say praise God. God made us and He loved us. Amen. Let's say God made us, know us and He loved us. Everybody say amen. You know, again, you know when we talk about, I want, really want to talk about shame a little bit more. You know, when, immediately when we sin, we have a companion. And that companion is shame. Amen. Okay. And shame is not a pleasant feeling. Amen. The problem with shame is that most Christians don't know what to do with it and because we have failed to understand the purpose of shame in our lives or guilt. We don't know what to do with it. So you know what? We numb. We don't want to be softened before the Lord. We numb it. Where else? God's purpose of shame is to bring confession, guilt. You know, the problem with this today is this, right? Listen, harden not your hearts when you hear the word of the Lord. My goodness, you know what my concern is, right? That even though you do wrong, you don't feel guilty. Like. You can gossip about a brother, you can gossip about, and then you think it's okay. Like. And you, 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 you are not feeling the conviction that and then you keep up this way, and then it's all about talking about other people. Be careful when you start to talk about other people. If you can talk about other people, they can talk about you. Amen. Everybody say, wave your hand at me and say, praise the Lord. Come on. Again, you know, 
These are barriers that 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 will reframe us from growing. And and then after that, we, we uh, you know, again, when 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 we don't know how to deal with this guilt, you know, it becomes shame. You know, and and alone we've seen comes what we call shame. And again, it's a package deal. Shame is one of the, those things that we experience in our lives. You know, and, and again, sometimes this shame can keep us into isolation. Let me correct my perspective for a moment. Just because you are in a small group doesn't mean that you have intimacy. Amen. You may be living in isolation, showing up because you're just afraid to share your struggle. Because when you share your struggle last time, what will happen is that maybe your mom and your dad will shame you. So you know what? It's better to keep in myself, but then I have no true intimacy. Amen. Shame can be immobilizing. That you don't want to do anything. You know, how many of you follow World Cup? Follow World Cup. And the most shameful thing is about the penalty kicks. I mean, okay lah. If the goalkeeper uh, miss, that is... Standard. Ah. Just imagine Messi. Is it his name Messi? Messi, right? Messi. He missed out. In fact, there was a story, I think it was, I don't know which year, uh, one of the strikers in Colombia, they missed the goal. And then when he go home, he was assassinated. I mean, talk about shame. Le. Talk about the whole world is watching you. Le. And the goalkeeper is there. If the goalkeeper can save, wow, wow, ratings go up. Eh. Oh, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> you know how? And, and, and it's so real that shame can immobilize us from doing the best that God wants us to grow. That, 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 my goodness, that everybody will not become creative, you know, like in, in ice skating you know, or, or diving, they will look at the moves and grade the moves according to the complication and, and the skillfulness and they come out 10, 10, 10. Right? But, but everybody wants to play safe. And you never see potential. Do you not know the most powerful force for innovation is this thing called forgiveness? Let, let me repeat that to you again. The most powerful force of innovation is forgiveness. Let, let, let me give you an example. Okay? Are, are you all with me? Come on, wave your hand. You know, Brother Willoughby used to have a lot of computers and he sent it to me. You know, and I don't know anything about computer. Right? So he sent it to me. My laptop now, you can I remember the, the, the compact computer weighs a ton. And he gave it to me. So I said, I, I try to figure it out and I don't know what to do until I type format C. Formatted the whole hard drive. And then all his sermons gone. And then he looked at me, what, 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 what have you done? I said, uh, uh, Pastor, I think I wiped out your whole entire hard disk. Then he looked at me, scratching his head, Timothy, 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 what am I going to do with you? <laughs> Timothy, what am I going to do with you? Then, from that day onwards, right, you know, you, I've, I've, I've made a lot of mistakes computers, but I never, never allowed that to destroy me. I've learned the skill. You know what I started doing? I started buying books. Uh, you know, I know that you all never hear this book, but computers for dummies, you know, Windows 95 for dummies. Windows 98. You all remember the dummies book? 
Oh, I love that. I, I didn't buy the book. I go to National Library. My wife said, why so many dummies book? I'm a dummy. You know what I've learned? I've learned I, I'd rather be a fool for today than be a fool for the rest of my life. And then all this guilt that I'm feeling, okay, all this, this forgiveness that I'm getting is an empowerment for me. Amen. That, that no, you know, when, when we are supposed to do systems in our church, you know, in fact, it was Glenn Stewart and look at our, uh, 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 the systems in our church. He said, wow, like that also can. He said, you are very innovative, you know, because all this. Why? Because of that one thing that I did, format Brother Willoughby's hard disk. That's my turning point in my life. And I say forgiveness is innovation. Amen. You know, that doesn't mean that I give you permission to drop the camera. Lah. Everybody say amen. That doesn't mean you drop the camera. Or oh, uh, pastor, you say forgiveness is innovation. So will you forgive me? I drop the lenses. Oh, for you know what? Uh, I will forgive you, but my heart will be pain. You see, again, let me say this again. Shame keep us from being a threat to the devil. Shame keep us from being an asset to the kingdom of God. Shame essentially keep us from doing anything really worthwhile. Amen. How many of you felt that way? I, I love it sometimes when, you know, uh, when Elvin will start to free flow. And I'm like, uh, 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 He's trying. He will choose a song that suddenly the musicians, huh? See me go on. You know, I, I mean, come on. I mean, I want creativity here. Amen. Everybody say, praise the Lord. And don't do it too often until, you know, poor young uh, scared. Are you doing anything different? <laughs> Please don't surprise me. Tell me way in advance so that I will follow you. I, I can press the key. Hey, you sing the key. Hallelujah. That's all. <laughs> You know, again, you know, a, a, a team needs to forgive itself so to become more creative. You know, everybody say praise God. You know, again, uh, when you get connected with God, you feel Him moving, you get excited and then suddenly, you know, you feel inspired and suddenly all the thoughts of your past will come and it starts to wipe your legs off. That's shame. Amen. My God is a God of inspiration. Amen. I say praise God. My God specializes in creating ministries. You know, maybe God has put a burden for you for, for different needs uh, in the church. Maybe God has put those things for you. You know, and, and then after that you feel, ah, but I'm not all together. You know what? Tell me who is all together that God uses in the Bible. Tell me who. Yes, I'm a works in progress. Pastor here. Listen. Pastor is a work in progress. Now I, I, I have more things to deal with, you know. Now I'm a, 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 a kong. Now to let go, you know. <laughs> you know, I've got to learn to trust my children. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, uh, sometimes I ask uh, Sean, I mean, I still ask him, hey, uh, I want the video camera they put around there on my phone. I also want to see. <laughs> Amen. I don't know why I want to see you, but. <laughs> you know, sometimes don't see you so better. You all agree? We are not God. But humanity is trying to be God. 
CCTV everywhere. And then when they see something they don't like, they get upset. You know why God sometimes don't want us to see certain things? Do you know why? Because you'll be offended when people don't do things the way you want it to. You know what? Listen, I'm speaking to all grandparents here. Listen very carefully. Your time of being a parent is over. Stop criticizing your children. You can influence them, but don't criticize them. That's what I've learned. You criticize them, you close their spirit and you're wondering why they are not open to you. And then after that, you know what? They come closer to me and then you get upset with me. Think about it. Because I don't want to go over there to tell them, hey, change diaper, hey, why like that? Hey, why your children like that? You know what I say? Go for it. I cheer you on. Come on. What do you need? Come on. They need cheerleaders, not someone who will put them down. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, are you with me here? Amen. The more I cheer them on, the more I I support them in their endeavor, guess what? Their spirits become open and the key is influence. The key is influence. Let me repeat that again. The key is influence. Influence can only be get by permission. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, you're looking at me real strange. Shame has a purpose, but the purpose of guilt and shame is literally that we confess our sins to the Lord. Not run into hiding. Amen. There's an umbrella of protection. So when I am out of protection, when it's raining, I don't go somewhere else for protection. I go to the Father in protection. That's what confession does. I agree with you. I made a mistake, God. I confess that, uh, that, that you know, when I go under His umbrella saying this, no, I'm not asking you to change the truth. Leh. I'm saying, God, you're right. You cannot come to a place of under that umbrella of protection if you don't worship the Father in spirit and in truth. God, I'm wrong. I'm coming back to that protection. Only when you confess your sins. Let's let's turn to this scripture. My favorite scripture. Amen. The Bible talks about confessing your sins. Uh, Where's that? 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 to 10. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 to 10. It goes like this. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all what? Unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Okay. And then after that, when we confess our sins, here's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 10 verse 11. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Amen. You know why? Because he became shame for me. Hallelujah. Everybody say praise God. You see, confession is such a powerful deal. If you confess to the Lord, you're still struggling with guilt, you need to confess to someone else that you trust with a walk with God. And they will pray for you. Amen. Are you with me? I know I said a lot today, but we're going to push back all these things. This shame. You need to recognize what shame is supposed to do or guilt is supposed to do. Amen. Some of us have hardened our hearts towards certain things of God. Ask God to sensitize you. Again, why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. 
I don't got to take you long. I know I've taken too much time, but, but you know, my goal today is really very simple. Let's move forward. Amen. Touch your neighbor on the left and the right. Say, forgive yourself. Yeah. And the other neighbors tell them, say, God's blood is powerful enough. Amen. So today, we're going to have some closure right now. Amen. Are, are you with me? Can we just lift our hands right now? Come on, let's, let's go to the presence of the Lord right now. Let's, let's stay under His covering right now. Let's, let's go where He is right now. Father, we go to You right now in the name of Jesus. God, we worship You in spirit and in truth. Come on. In your own ways, reach out to Him right now. Father, I thank You for Your forgiveness. God, You so love me that You choose to pay the price for my sins. Thank you. God, when I see the cross, God, when you are lifted high, I'm drawn, Father. I'm drawn to you because of the price that you pay for all my sins. God, I'm drawn, Father, right now. All those walls of, of resistance, God, will crumble when I see you high and lifted up, Father. God, I see all my sins, Lord. Come on. Tear those walls down. Tear those walls that's, that's, that, 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 that is hindering you from in, being intimate with the Father. And Father, when I see the cross, I see forgiveness. I see that you forgive me. Father, I recognize that 2022, God, is not a perfect year because I'm not perfect. I got a lot of unrealistic expectation of myself, maybe of other people. Maybe I'm disappointed and discouraged. God, I depressed, tired, distressed. God, I just want to lift it up to you right now. I want to cast all my cares. God, whether it's my role as a parent, whether it's a role in my working place, God, I give it to you, Father, right now. God, I give you all my disappointments. I give you all my pain, Father, right now. The rejection, God, sometimes I feel, God, from my working place. Lord, right now, the lack of intimacy, God, in my relationship, God. Come on, church. This is time for you to talk to think God's house. Come on. Let him cast all your cares. God, the disappointment when I say, God, I try again, God. But nevertheless, God, it's the same old spot, Lord, that I am, God. I have not, Lord, reclaimed ground, God. I, Lord, disappointment, God, when things don't work out, God, when, when, when I have still not have my own deliverance yet, God. I, Lord, I, 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 I leave it to you right now in the name of Jesus. God, my failures, God. Lord, my failures. Come on, give it to God right now. My sins, God. My sins, God. Those that are omission and those that are commissioned sins, God. Lord, you know. My hidden closet, God, you know, Jesus. I give it to you, Jesus. I give it to you, Jesus. And Father, right now, I ask, Lord, for your forgiveness. 
Lord, I ask for your forgiveness. I ask God that you will forgive me. Lord, I'm responsible. I'm responsible, God. I'm responsible, God. I don't put the blame on someone else, God. I take full responsibility of my thought pattern. I take full responsibility of my choices. I take full responsibility of my expression, how I express myself, Lord. I take full responsibility, God, of those areas of my life, God. Right now, God, I, 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 I take responsibility. I take responsibility for those words that were spoken. I take responsibility for those actions and attitudes, God, that is formed in my heart. I take responsibility, God, for the resentment that I felt, God. I take responsibility, God, for being in this prison cell of resentment, God. God, forgive me. Forgive me. God, forgive me. Come on. God, cleanse me right now. I receive your forgiveness. Come on. Receive it right now. Receive God cleansing forgiveness. God, I ask God that you will cleanse me today. Lord, your forgiveness I receive. I need your forgiveness. Come on, just let your voice out. The Spirit of the Lord is here. I receive your cleansing. I receive a refreshment. Lord, a refreshing, oh God, of the Holy Ghost. God, right now. Come on, receive it right now. Don't, don't disqualify yourself. Receive all the cleansing power of the Holy Ghost. Receive it. Thank you, Father. Come on, just worship Him right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. And Father, right now, as I have received forgiveness, I forgive myself. Come on, church, why don't you say that right now? I forgive myself. Lord, I forgive myself. I will not hold this against me. Can, can you repeat that to the Lord right now? Lord, I choose to forgive myself. I choose not to condemn myself, but God, I choose to forgive. God, let there be a closure, God, that I will not hold myself captive, God, with my past, Father. Lord, that you have set me free. Father, whom the Son set free is free indeed. So, God, I'm free to grow. I'm free to experience all, all that you want me. I'm free to experience intimacy, total intimacy with the Father, total intimacy with my brethren, Come on, just lift your hands right now. Just push back right now. Lord, as we enter in today, God, as we already enter in the year 2023, God, Lord, I prophesy, God, that this year is going to be a different year because of this change that is happening within me, through me, Father, right now. The new has come and the old has gone. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Whom the sun set free is free indeed. Come on, begin to be free in, in showing God your praise, showing God your adoration of being forgiven and being set free. Come on, clap your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what I want us to do. After you receive forgiveness now, you can, by the power of the Holy Spirit, choose to forgive all those people that sin against you. Amen. Father, I choose 
the path of forgiveness. Can we just lift our hand? I choose the will to choose to those forgive. Me. Lord, let it be a spiritual force field around me. I choose to forgive God all those people that sin against me or sin against you, Father, right now. In the name of Jesus, have your way, do your will. And Father, as we close in today's service, I pray, teach us what it means, God, to be anointed. Lord, begin to speak to us, God. Lord, just like as you came, God, you were anointed of God. Till us, Lord. Again, God, I'm asking God that you bless everyone right now. Before we leave this place, lay your hands and pray blessings over your brothers and sisters right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, bless my brother. Bless my sister. Lord, I release them, God, into their destiny. I release them for greatness. I release them for destiny, God. Let nothing hinder them, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Let not their past let not their past hinder them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Harakasana. Oh Rakasana Bless them today, Jesus. Bless them today. Amen. Let's clap our hands. Let's worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May 2023 be a special year for every one of you. Amen. Look at your neighbor left and right again. Say we can do this. Amen. God bless you. Amen.